Everything else in the world's gone up except the Newfoundland Herald. Come on. Still only 15 cents a copy, right? You can see us on the cover. Tell them some more now, honey. Come on. Here we go. Yeah, me and my honey, we're making little money, but we always make ourselves feel at home. But money can't buy the fun we have in every town and city we roam. TV shows and juicy steak bones make our lives a romantic world. And we keep getting richer, we can't get our picture on the cover of the Newfoundland Herald. Newfoundland Herald Gonna see our picture on the cover Harold gonna send 50 copies to my mother Harold gonna see our smiling face On the cover of the Newfoundland Herald On the cover of the Newfoundland Herald yeah. Oh, we just gotta do one more time, honey right. Hello, and welcome back to Newfound Pod A bite-sized podcast about Newfoundland I'm your host, Debbie Wiseman if you couldn't tell by the snippet of music I played at the top, this is Episode 5, The Newfoundland Herald. The Newfoundland Herald is a weekly TV guide and magazine published in St. John's. It's been published for 71 years, debuting in March 1946 as the Sunday Herald, selling for five cents. It was started by 25-year-old Jeff Sterling, who bought enough paper from his friend and sometimes rival, Joey Smallwood, to print an issue a week for six weeks. If that didn't work out, we wouldn't have the Herald today. Joey actually predicted that it wouldn't work out for young Sterling, since Joey's own paper had failed, and that's why he had the leftover paper. Of course, TV listings weren't a part of it back then. Those didn't show up until 1955, and it was more of a tabloid magazine. For example, in the From the Archives portion of the current issue, you can see a very bold headline from 1947. Boys 12 and 13 found drunk, and man tries to eat his own arm. Those headlines could be from today, or they could be from 1947. When I was growing up, we always had the Herald. I always read it from cover to cover. I loved to read when I was younger, and that hasn't changed. Though I do most of my reading from a screen now, I still love the feeling of holding a magazine or book, so I went out and got a copy of this week's Herald. It's also available in a digital format, but it's just not the same. The articles are a mix of local news, celebs, TV shows, and classic columns like Crime Flashback, Scenes of Newfoundland, which is a photo contest, Baby of the Week, uh, the Baby Photo Contest, Soap Talk, Horoscopes, Puzzles, and Comics. Pets aren't being left out anymore either. There's now a sponsored pet photo contest. So Crime Flashback was written by Max Haynes and has been a part of the Herald for as long as I can remember. I've never really known where my interest in true crime came from. Most times when I hear someone around my age on a podcast talk about it, they mention the old crime story magazines. But my mom didn't have those around. She wasn't into anything creepy, unlike me, who's into everything creepy. Max is from Nova Scotia and began writing about crime in 1974. He's written countless columns and books since. He even made those murder mystery party games. Soap Talk is, of course, about soap operas, and I'd read about the other soaps other than the ones Mom and eventually I would watch. The Herald always had the scoop about the upcoming week's shows. This was before the days of spoilers being all over the internet, 
And if you wanted to keep it old school, you can still count on the Herald to have the scoops. There's also ghost stories. This column is written by Guy S. Davis. Last year, in the anniversary issue, it was revealed that Guy S. Davis is actually a pen name for Rex Sterling, Jeff's brother. He still writes under that pen name, even though he added himself. Okay, so I've been planning an episode on the Newfoundland Herald from the beginning. When you talk about something being uniquely Newfoundland, the Herald is a perfect example of that, along with our local TV channel, NTV. Both are owned by the Sterling family. It's hard to explain the Herald without explaining who Jeff Sterling is, and Jeff Sterling isn't an easy man to explain. Jeff Sterling is one of those people who exists on a different plane from the rest of us. He's so interesting to listen to, even if you're not fully grasping half of what he's saying. The reason I mentioned that I've been planning this is that Greg Hewlett over at the Overcast just recently did a quick story on one of those Sterling quirks. If you're a Newfoundlander, you know that you can count on some covers every year. In January, on the week of his birthday, and in August, the week of the anniversary of his death, Elvis Presley will be on the cover of the Newfoundland Herald. This was absolutely something I was going to bring up, and I already knew the reason why. Jeff Sterling loved Elvis Presley, and his grandson Jesse confirmed that. It's really as simple as that. I'd venture that's why Princess Diana graces the cover every year, too, along with other members of the royal family. Prince George was a cover boy just a couple of weeks ago. Of course, we Newfoundlanders love the royals. My own mom adored Princess Di and cursed Prince Charles when that marriage ended. And of course, there are the personalities of NTV and radio station Oz FM, since they are both owned by Sterling Communications. That's just good business. It's also a big deal for our local act to get on the cover. It's great exposure, so good that the song I played at the top by Corey and Trina was written about it. So many local celebs have been on there, and they say it's such an honor. Rick Mercer even has his cover framed. So I took this next bit directly from Wikipedia, because it's so odd, and I can't explain it better than this. Jeff Sterling was known for appearing in the 1974 documentary film, Waiting for Fidel, about a trip he made to Cuba, along with former Newfoundland premier Joey Smallwood and director Michael Rubo. The trio never met the Cuban leader. Many segments of the program involve Smallwood and Sterling discussing what they would like to ask Castro whenever the expected meeting happens. Some of the dialogue occurs while Sterling is demonstrating yoga and standing on his head while conversing with Smallwood. This is something you will want to see to get some insight into Jeff Sterling. Vice also released an article on him. Links for everything will be on the blog. As Sarah Smelly chronicled in the scope just before Jeff's 90th birthday. I love this. While every other station in the country would simply go off air, NTV blazed all night, showing syndicated programming, movies, continuous live feed of a fish tank, scenes of Newfoundland, and the Sterling tapes, hours-long interviews with Joey Smallwood, conversations with conspiracy theorist David Ick, spliced with images of horrible gray aliens, the Computer Animation Festival, featuring Atlantis characters and pulsating animation sequences from the Lawnmower Man, repeated showings of Pink Floyd's The Wall. This was definitely the first time I saw The Wall. Images of crop circles, UFOs, and the Egyptian pyramids layered on top of one another and or images of Barack Obama. And the laws of God, the law of energy, all is energy, scrolling over random stills. So that's pretty great. 
I'll also add random Elvis concerts. The special with him wearing black leather was something I know by heart because of NTV. And I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong, he'd replay Princess Diana and Prince Charles' wedding. It was kind of like going down a YouTube rabbit hole before YouTube was even a thing. So yeah, Jeff was a pretty interesting guy. I'll have tons of links on the blog if you want to read more about him. Finally, the comics. We have the standards, Archie, Garfield, Popeye. But then there's the legend of Captain Atlantis. Captain Atlantis is also known as Captain Newfoundland and was created by Jeff Sterling. Yeah, he even created his own comic book characters. Captain Atlantis has had many adventures and Viking Leif Erikson is one of his eventual allies. He's mostly retired now and passed the torch to Captain Canada, who is the current star of the comics. I'm not sure what Captain Canada usually gets up to, but this week he was being mobbed by kids and signing autographs. He spotted a kid who couldn't see anything in the crowd and put him up on a stage so he could see. For two hours he signed autographs and then he flew west. My favorite thing I've read online, maybe ever, is this line from Captain Canada's bio. He is able to communicate telepathically with other heroes and has been trained to ascend to higher levels of consciousness and politeness. How Canadian is that? I'll include a link to a Vice article that goes very in-depth with the story of Captain Canada and Captain Newfoundland. So, that's it for me for another week. Sorry I missed last week. I still really don't know what was going on. Um, it was like I had a cold coming on, but it never did come. But oh well, I'm feeling better now. Thanks so much for the support. It means a lot to me. As always, I can be found at newfoundpod.com, and all my links for social media and Patreon are there, and I'll have tons of videos to go with this episode, because you have to see most of the stuff to believe it. If you're able, please leave me a glowing review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I still only have one review on there. Please be nice. Thanks, and I'll talk to you soon.